G'day guys and welcome to yet another episode of the Coach Mark Carroll podcast. Today's episode is going to be part three of our seven things I wish I knew when I started out lifting when I was about 13, 14. I'm now 34. So obviously I've liked to think I've learned a lot and you know, over the years learned things changed my mind, learned more things, changed my mind, learned things, realized I was wrong about something I learned and, and so on and so on and so on. But over over time, you piece things together more and more and more. And there's definitely things I wish I knew or that I probably did know early on, but I didn't kind of put as much energy into. Um, and so today's episode, um, I wanted to touch base for part three. And so if you haven't listened to the previous two episodes, guys, go make sure you listen to um, one and two um, where I discuss things, especially more so around hypertrophy on like the big lifts. Um, today's episode is going to be more so around wishing that I focus more on things like the non-mirror muscles and also more core work. And a lot of this stuff is going to come from, again, my own personal experiences and and my injuries and whatnot. So I want to give you guys a little bit of a story, and it really kind of feeds off what I've spoken about the last couple of days. So make sure you go listen to those episodes first if you haven't. But pretty simple, the non-mirror muscles. So what, what are the mirror muscles? Obviously, as a guy, you know, when you look in the mirror, you see your chest, your shoulders, your abs, your quads your arms, etc. What you don't see in the mirror, obviously, because you know you can't see that direction as easily, is going to be things like your back, your glutes, your hamstrings, and then even like a deeper level, things like your core, like your core muscles, not your um, six-pack muscles, but your deeper um, core muscles. They also are obviously things that are not going to reveal themselves from a hypertrophy standpoint so much as, you know, the mirror muscles, as I said. So basically what I did, like a lot of young kids, I trained the muscles. I thought girls would know, like, and see and be like, oh, he's got abs, he's got chest and stuff like that. And, you know, I love that. But I also trained that my back, I wanted a back, you know, I, you know, I love my pull-ups. I love my heavy bent over rows and things like that. So I did train a lot of back, but what I really neglected was funny enough because I talk about it a lot was glutes. Glutes was never something I would ever think of training. It just wasn't like it was like, why would a guy want glutes? You know, this was back you know, 20 years ago. Just wasn't a thing. You wanted big quads. And yeah, so, and it was never glutes. And it was definitely never, oh man, I want hamstrings. You just never thought of it. And when you saw bodybuilding photos, normally they were like someone like Arnold Schwarzenegger flexing their quads and posing and, you know, their swimming trunks and front on stuff like that. So you just, always thought I want to look like that image. But what happened over the years was even on my leg days, I'll train leg days. I'll train leg days super hard. I'll try to squat. I'll try to do lots of leg press and leg extensions and hack squats, but I would do very little hamstring work. I'd never do like the gym growing up and never had like a lying leg curl or anything. So I never really did any leg curl movements. So I didn't train hamstrings through like knee flexion much. And then because of my back, I couldn't do deadlifts. But then because I didn't do deadlifts, I was like, well, what's the point of doing Romanian deadlifts or a back extension? So my thing was very, my training was very anterior loading, not posterior chain 
kind of being trained. And of course, obviously hip thrusts weren't really a thing then and all that stuff. So I wasn't doing those either. So what happened obviously is I started to build up the areas I was training and didn't build up the areas I wasn't training. Shocker, right? But then as well, the more I had issues with my back, my lower back, what I did is one of your common mistakes people make is that when they experience pain in an area and they can't train it in the way they want, for example, hey, I hurt my back doing really low rep deadlifts, so therefore I can't do really low rep deadlifts at the moment because it hurts, so therefore I'm not going to train my lower back. You know, the logic was, hey, if it's in pain, when I do this, therefore I shouldn't train that area. You know, so instead of running to towards trying to strengthen it with what I could do, I went to, all right, let's not train it because it hurts. And that's often a big mistake, guys, because pain often comes from things like weaknesses. And so weaknesses can kind of expose themselves when you lift and lift long enough and heavy enough, that weakness can kind of get exposed and then something gives out like that weak link in the chain. And for me, you know, looking back, I heard my lower back a lot. I was strong on a lot of these exercises because I was training them a lot. But things like the deadlift, my lower back was not really strong. My core muscles were not really strong. My hamstrings were not strong. My glutes were not strong. But I was trying to lift all this tremendous weight because I was trying to keep up with my bench, which was crazy strong. Uh, My squat was strong for my weight. But then my deadlift was like, well, I've got to deadlift just as much as those other exercises because, well, that's what you do, you know? And so I wasn't having the base of the base strength development for my posterior chain. And so I think looking back, that's why I often injured myself because even though like, let's say you weren't training the deadlift all that much, but if you're training your 45 degree back extension, you're training a Romanian deadlift, you're training a lying leg curl, a C leg curl, you're doing hip thrust. Yes, it might not be doing a deadlift directly, but you're still training all those key posterior chain muscles, which matters. And for me, I kind of, magnify the situation because basically I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to train squats and deadlifts because my back, but then I'm not going to do any direct core work. And so something you often look at is, you know, people being like, oh, well, do you need to train abs if you're squatting and deadlifting? And it's one of those things where it depends. And a squat and deadlift, you often think, well, it's a whole body exercise, et cetera, et cetera. But is it, and kind of, but not really. So with a squat and deadlift, you're going to get a lot of core, um, your body obviously trying to hold yourself in place. So a lot of core training is not so much about moving like your abs up and down like a crunch. It's kind of resisting movement. So that's why we say like anti-extension or anti-flexion and things like that is where we're anti means resist. So often we're trying to resist our spine being like um, crushed down so that's why we try to keep a fl- uh, our spine in a fixed position and that's resisting that load and that's how we often train core and for a lot of people just squatting heavy and deadlifting heavy will actually train a lot of core because again a big heavy weight you're trying to keep your spine in, in, a, in a kind of a fixed position and you know you're resisting that tension and that is why your core does get trained quite effectively in heavy squats in he- heavy deadlifts but my thing was I used to say, well, you don't need to train core if you're doing squats and deadlifts and all that stuff. But my issue was I was injured for years and I wasn't doing squats and deadlifts. But then my mentality was, well, you don't need core 
work because I'm, if you do squats and deadlifts, that's sufficient, which probably isn't the case as well, though. But that was my mentality. But the issue was I wasn't doing squats and deadlifts. So therefore, I wasn't doing any direct core work. So I wasn't doing direct core work. I wasn't then doing even hypertrophy for the non-mirror mus- mirror muscles like your glutes, your hamstrings, your rectus spine, um, all these kind of muscles that really help with lower back strength, lower back um, recovery. Um, and all this stuff really mattered. And that's where kind of looking back, obviously it's been years and years and years since all this happened, you know, what I should have been doing was, all right, well, I can't do these big lifts at the moment because of my back. Well, what can I do? What can I focus on? Can I do, say, a hit thrust? Again, remember, hit thrust wasn't a thing 20 years ago. But a hit thrust could have been great because it could have lo- trained my glutes hard without having to load the spine. I could have done more things like um, bird dogs and side planks and things like this to build up a little bit of base core strength. And core strength, I could have I could have trained my core without probably aggravating my injuries but i could have built up slowly but surely a bit more of a a base strength to my core i could have done some hamstring work um, some leg curls and whatnot where i could train those hamstrings without having to again load the spine like a deadlift or anything and then over time as the pain became less acute as I was able to get more range of motion and I got a little bit stronger on the basic exercises, I could have slowly introduced things like then a Romanian deadlift, then a trap bar deadlift. Then after I've been doing all those well, pain-free making progress, then transition back to a deadlift. Whereas for me, it used to be like, all right, I'll deadlift. My back hurts. Go get um, work done for three months on it by physio. Come back. Or I'm not in pain anymore. Let's deadlift again heavy. And so obviously looking back, the logic behind that wasn't great but this one of those things is that when when you're doing things it's kind of going all right well am i am i training in a way that's intelligent for where i want to go so just because i can't be at where i want to be right now is what i'm doing though what i'm going to do though going to help me to get back to where i want to be or am i just kind of hoping for the best and that's kind of what i was often looking back at is a lot of what I do or have done, and you know, I think a lot of people in life just hope for the best. They hope that all the pain goes away without kind of fixing the the problem, and then they come back, and it happens again and happens again. You know, you're not really learning from your mistakes. You're not learning from what's triggering triggering the issues. And for me, now I can see, hey, if I had to just devote a bit more time to the basic non kind of sexy training stuff, you know, the non mirror muscles. And no, they didn't have to be trained probably nearly as hard as I was trying to get my chest and stuff like that. But if I had just had a bit more base hypertrophy development, a bit more base strength development, it probably would have allowed me to be much less likely to be so injury prone and obviously then probably enjoyed the gym more and stayed consistent in the gym and progressed and progressed and progressed. So something I find key takeaway is if you're going to do a lot of squats and deadlifts, really heavy kind of spinal loading, stuff like that. You probably don't need too much core work for the most most people out there. You know, that's why a lot of people have really big abs and, you know, they don't train any abs. You see, but a lot of those people who have really big ab muscles and strong cores are people who squat and deadlift a lot. But then if you're not going to squat and deadlift, then if your goal is to build up your core, then you probably need to train it much more directly to get the benefits from it. And that's the thing. 
But for me, looking back, I was doing neither. I was saying, hey, you just need to squat and deadlift to grow, build your core strength, which is okay advice. But I was saying that kind of to myself. But then I wasn't able to squat and deadlift, but then I wasn't making up for it by then going to do core work outside. So this is where you kind of need to look at sometimes, you know, taking a step back. I'm like, am I actually doing everything smart? Is everything I'm doing like actually intelligent towards my goals? And you know, a lot of the times I, we really think we're doing a lot more than we, we, we think we're doing a lot more than we are. We think we're training smarter. We think we're doing everything more effectively than we often are. And so if something's often happening over and over and over, say for me getting injured, there's probably a reason why outside of just, Hey, it's bad luck. I'm just unlucky. Maybe, you know, maybe it is me. Maybe it's not just bad luck. Maybe it's something I'm doing or when I am injured, not doing to then effectively get back to a healthy position to not have that happen again. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Quick hitters. um, And I will be back for the next one, hopefully tomorrow. See you guys.